Why would you want to have sex with someone you can't see? Well, the, I think the real question is, why wouldn't you want to have sex with someone you can't see? It's very European. You see, Europe leads the way in sexual exploration, and quite frankly, I think it's time we caught up. This sounds hot. I'm going to go get some duct tape. Oh, now, hold on a second there, Frank. Before you go sticking anything through that hole, you might want to consider that on the other side of this wall, more often than not, there's a dude. But you can't see through the wall. So how do you know it's not a girl? I mean, I could just picture a girl, and then it's good. Right. Well, some might find that method effective, but it's a dangerous game you're playing, Frank. Supposing the other guy is picturing a girl also. How's he going to do that with a dick in his mouth? I don't know. That's his problem. Hello, and welcome to the Stool Pigeons podcast. I'm Harrison Davenport. And I'm Jack Jameswood. So, uh, Harrison, I got a very, very important question for you right here off the bat. What are you watching this week? Ooh, so I just finished up The Sopranos, and Taylor and I have started watching The Flight Attendant, and more on that later in Good Things and Bad Things. Okay, I ended up watching The Flight Attendant. It's not a very good series because I thought uh, I read an interview, I think in Vanity Fair, or maybe Vogue or something like that about uh, what's what's the chick's name? Coco something, Coco Chanel or something. I, you know who she is. She's the Big Bang Theory chick with the big boobs that isn't the short one. She gave an interview uh, where she's where she goes on at length. Actually, the entire article that I read was about her uh, having to learn how to do sex scenes. I was like, ooh, this is spicy. There's going to be some good nudity. There is not good nudity in this show. Very disappointing. Fuck HBO. Fuck HBO Max. That's not the HBO that I remember. I wonder what her demands were for a nude scene. I wonder what her price was. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really, it really wasn't that, uh, you know, she didn't have a price. It was that she... All the articles co- were coming out because uh, in the show she has sex with uh, Dario from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, the guy in the beginning of the film who dies? Or the TV show? No, no, no. In Game, Game of Thrones, the love interest of uh, uh, Daenerys. The guy with the side uh, arm, you know, with the blade. Who's in Marine. Oh, who yeah. Who she bangs. Yeah, I'm aware. He's the guy from the beginning who the whole show's based on, right? He gets murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I was saying is, is that I I was pissed off because the way that they pitched that show is uh, Coco Chanel or whatever her name is was like, yeah, he had to teach me because we have some of the most explicit sex scenes that I've ever been involved in, which is probably technically true because she was only in like that show and the Big Bang show. I think she was on Disney too, maybe. Hmm. That'd be a good move for Disney. They also need like a a Disney plus for adults where it's just like very terrible shows like most of their shows, except for like you just have like hot celebrities like taking off the tops. I think they talked about creating a section that was PG-13 and above for adults, but they never went through with it. They scrapped the idea. Yeah, I'm. you know, after I do a Disney internship where they dress me up as like Donald Duck or Goofy, I'm definitely going to 
you know, make my way all the way up to the top so I can be in those board meetings and say, guys, no one's ever thought about this. How about this? Disney After Dark. Huh? That's a moneymaker right there. I think it's a good I think it's definitely a moneymaker. It's uh but you definitely have to get Goofy in there with uh he, Goofy just has a massive dong and he's just banging everyone. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, um, hey, hu- huge feet on Goofy. Unfortunately, the kind of demographic that would subscribe to that would interpret the Disney After Dark as, you know, like it's some kind of like weird anime or furry thing where it's just like woodland creatures or Mickey Mouse, like, I don't know, banging Minnie Mouse. And it wouldn't actually just be like, you know, Coco Chanel showing her tits for five minutes while a terrible episode of whatever show it is that she's in plays. That's a that's a thing I'll never get is the furries. I've never understood that uh, fetish. I kind of, I mean, I think it's funny, but I also respect people that are like, yeah, I don't take off the costume. Like they're they're so dedicated to the role play that they're like, look, we might be having an orgy here, but I'm not going to break my role as a woodland fox. And when I'm getting jacked off, I'm going to do whatever sound a fox does in the forest or people that are just like, exactly, I respect this guy. And that's why I'm going to be a, you know, panda and I'm going to moan like a panda would in heat. I don't know if any of that thing, any of that works out biologically speaking, but I assume it does. The furries only make the sounds that the animal makes. They don't make any human sounds. There's no talking. It's so if it's a fox fucking a cow, the cow's making a noise and then the fox is making a noise. Dude, I think we should start you know because there's a huge beef in the furry community between the non-sexual furries and the very sexual furries i think we should you know maybe uh do uh go undercover in one of the furry conventions that they have throughout the year and uh i'll go in as uh the sex pigeon and you can go in as married man into the clean pigeon community and then we can just start like antagonizing each other and see if we can get maybe a riot going at the furry convention. Oh, I like that. I like that. I mean, a lot of that's going to be, and, uh, be up I to guess our listeners, though. Our listeners are going to have to really, really cough up some dough for us to go to furry conventions here. Yeah. So, uh, guys, just step it up on the Patreon slightly. We need uh, we need to get up to at least a couple hundred a month before we're talking about going to the furry conventions dressed as pigeons and starting a feud between the sexual and non-sexual furries. Yeah. Plus, based on some of the analytics that we're getting we realize most of you are very like sad or depressed uh, men and you you probably have a lot of uh, anxiety or, or rage towards people that have credit cards at work just use those babies it doesn't matter i don't think that's against the law yet it's like it's like sharing a netflix password that's fine also if you have access to other people's youtube just go ahead log in find the stool pigeons it might take you a second we're uh, not the stool pigeons band and just go ahead and subscribe subscribe on everyone's phone you can get access to whether you know them or not or if you go to the stool pigeons band page make sure you say what the fuck is this i was i want to listen to premium content by the stool pigeons so uh jack have you been what have you been watching this week well there's only really one decently written and produced show which is made for love on hbo 
what's that about? I haven't. I saw that you had been watching it, but I uh, I haven't checked it out yet. Well, it, it's it's like yeah, if Black Mirror wasn't dystopian and kind of like funny. So the basic premise is is there's two main characters. There's a girl who I can't remember what her name is, and then there is the guy that she's married to, who is Brian Gogol. So he's supposed to be like or Sergey Brin and Larry Page, but like also very hot and much smarter than them. And so he develops this technology that allows his company to merge the consciousness of two people. But the setback is it is it doesn't really work yet. So she has a brain implant and she's running away. So it's it's very good. And hey, I know the a lot of our listeners are huge shameless fans out there. Man, that 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 series finale kind of a dud, huh? I mean, Frank Gallagher going to heaven while drinking a beer. That sucked. That was the ending to how many seasons? What if they had like 12 11, seasons? No, that would be 11 oh, okay. seasons. I was actually just jokingly saying a number because I didn't know. I just know it's been on for forever. Yeah, after season nine, when Fiona left, uh, without her, you know, just top of the scenes every couple of episodes, the, they really couldn't hold their own anymore. I can only imagine. Like I said, I've watched, I think I watched the first two or three seasons of Shameless that were really good. And then I just kind of tailed off after that. So have you been following this weed legislation news? Oh, yeah. Or excuse me, weed legalization legislation, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, um, you know, what you would call an expert in this field. Um, I know that Virginia and uh, New York and New Mexico passed legal weed. And I think I think federal law says if the state you're in touches one of the states that has legalized weed, you can also smoke weed legally without any uh, repercussion. I'm not sure if that's true or not. Um, do you know? If not, let's just say it is and encourage our listeners to go ahead and toke up. If So if you're in a state where you're touching another state, go for it. Yeah, do it in front of the the police department, your local police department too, and you'll be held as a political prisoner. So I saw where Florida, they're they're aiming for 2022 with Florida for legalization. Well, what's funny with Florida is somehow they'll end up legalizing like meth, meth production and sale before they'll even do uh, legal marijuana. Florida is the one where salvia was legal too. I know kratom is legal in a lot of other places, but I can't remember if Florida was like the leader in having kratom. But anyway, the uh, salvia stuff, man, that stuff will fuck you up. I had a spring break experience with some salvia and very... Very close to the balcony. Well, when I, whenever I was in high school, you could just go to the like the tobacco shops and get it. Yeah, but Florida was one of the last states to uh, get rid of it, I believe. Oh, so it's it's illegal now? Yeah, I don't think you can purchase salvia legally. Well, I better uh, fix you know some of my eBay accounts then. <laughs> yeah, you could probably make a killing off that. You know what I was thinking though? What would be hilarious now that you know weeds getting pretty close to being legal? Although I'm pretty sure that uh, Alabama. Alabama and Mississippi, it's still going to be, you know, public execution as it is now for foreseeable future. I think, you know, with Obama, you haven't listened to the Renegade podcast with Bruce Springsteen. I've heard some ads for it on Spotify and the commercials are absolutely terrible. Like, hey, it's Bruce Springsteen. And then uh, Obama comes in. He's like, hey, Bruce, how are you? Dude, it is very funny, though, because it's called Renegade. And the show, or at least the one episode that I listened to, the main advertisement 
was uh, before the episode was for Comcast. And so uh, Bruce Springsteen and Obama are talking about like, oh, man, it's so terrible that the economy, you know, you know, really just turned upside down during the Reagan uh, uh, years. And, you know, we need to get back to real American values. And then there's a cut and it goes straight to manscape.com. The same the same uh, advertisers for like Come Town and Tim Dillon, which is hilarious. So the ad talks about like, yeah, and you can they they change it so they don't say like shave your balls, but it's basically shave your balls and they cut back to Obama talking about like, now let's get back to the real issues. And that's modern America. Unlike Reagan, who didn't shave his balls, Obama and Springsteen do shave their balls. Well, see, Reagan didn't have to do that because Nancy Reagan was known for giving some of the best head in Hollywood at the time. And that's how Reagan ended up with her. That is not actually uh, a false statement. That is actually true. Nancy Reagan really was known as the queen of head or something like that in Hollywood at the time. Um, no, but I, what I was thinking with Obama, it'd be sweet if he he had his own like uh, weed brand. I could respect him if he did that. He could with like a big smile on it. Yeah, I mean, it would be much more ethical than doing like $500,000 speeches to Goldman Sachs, where literally at the end of the speech, he has to take a facial from Jamie Dimon and Lloyd Blankfein. Yeah, I, but hey, $500,000, I could think of worse things. I, well, yeah, that is true. But you know who is going to be coming out with his own brand of ganja, and that's going to be Donald Trump. <laughs> is it? That's, uh, I mean, obviously you're joking, but I wouldn't be surprised. Trump weed? Oh, no, it'd be Trump ganja. Folks, this is the best ganja there is out there. This is, and we even have a special blend for blacks for Trump ganja. This is only for the blacks, but don't worry. Unlike those other brands that use illegals to cultivate their weed, well, you wouldn't say cultivate, to grow their weed. Trump is 100% made in America. It's grown by some of the strongest and the best farmers there is. We love our farmers, don't we, folks? We love them. With the Trump promise for Trump ganja is it's going to be the strongest, most powerful, most beautiful weed experience you've ever had. And that is a guarantee. And he could do that well. Like, like 10 people die, though, from Trump's weed, like just because there's like huge amounts of pesticide or something in it that actually ends up killing people for the first time. Oh, I'm sure it won't even be weed or just be like uh, stuff that looks like weed with uh, whatever those cannabinoids that are like sprayed on top that are synthetic and made in a Chinese lab that are like uh, a fraction of a fraction of a penny to manufacture in like a gallon. So do you think that uh, Ralph Northam, the whole reason he was even pushing and signing legislation in Virginia was just to make up for the blackface thing? No, he was. Well, no, he what he was doing was proving that he's the first black president of Virginia. Mm, that's right. First First governor who could ever moonwalk, for sure. People were saying, though, with Virginia legalizing, that it could be a key to the rest of the country legalizing. Well, yeah. What do you think about that? Um, Connecticut, uh, let's see, Minnesota and uh, Delaware, and I think maybe Rhode Island are all probably going to legalize uh, very soon. And then if Mexico passes, which they're in the phase where they're doing some kind of like like a conference committee to hammer out the details in their uh, Senate. And so that should happen maybe in the next month. But no, I, th I still think that like Mississippi and Alabama are not going to change. I agree. I am curious how far 
the state house in New York is going to push Cuomo to pass legislation that he doesn't really want to because he's so mired in scandal right now. He's just going to sign anything they put on his desk, no matter what. Like, even if they put in front of him, like changing the bridge named after his dad, I think he would sign it at this point. Well, yeah, I, th- I, I hope there's lots of like false rape allegations against him so that within like the next month or two, they'll just have legal cell of uh, like mushrooms and fucking DMT and LSD just in head shops just so kind of uh, take away all the false rape rape allegations that he's undergoing. I hope they push it that far, though. I mean, Joe Biden, he outlasted all the rape allegations, given there weren't as many as Cuomo. I mean, Cuomo had there's several people accusing him of misconduct, I should say, not rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funnier if we just say it's rape, though. Yeah, it's it was definitely right. Because what it, what he actually did was pretty like hilarious, which was like ask his 21-year-old hot interns like when's the last time you had a real hug? That's literally what he I asked f- her. I find that very strange though. Like I, is that how he thinks he's just going to pick up a check? Is that his inside move going? Uh, when was the last time you had a real hug? Well, another one was apparently he did the, uh, you know how like if you're 17 or 15, you're like, oh, I'm going to pull this trick and it works 50, 75% of the time, depending on your reflexes, which is to get a kiss on the cheek from a girl, but then turn around and get a kiss on the lips. Apparently that's what he was doing. He was blocking the door and getting like a little peck on the cheek and, you know. I mean, is it wrong? I mean, he he needs to at least be like, uh, what was that bald piece of shit uh, guy that uh, was caught up with the escorts? The governor? Oh, Elliot Spitzer. Yeah, yeah. Just pay for it, you fucking idiot. Just just pay the money for an escort service. Don't harass 21-year-olds. And number two, the governor of New York should not have 21-year-old girls with no experience trying to run the state of New York. Like, if you're that horny, just, I'm sure, like, the state subsidizes OnlyFans if you're the governor. Actually, I think that's new legislation that just passed the uh, state house and should be coming across Governor Cuomo's desk within the hour. Yeah, I mean, that's good. We need to incentivize more, you know, artistic uh, women to pursue the arts. So I, th- I think they should maybe even carve out a little exception where it's like if you start an OnlyFans and you're you meet certain criteria, like being a, a certain amount of uh, weight and being hot, then you get, you know, not only do you have to pay like less than 10 percent in taxes, but your minimum wage is, I don't know, $30. And if no one pays you, then the state comes in and subsidizes your wages so that it makes up for it. Yeah. And so I know we got a little diverted, but uh, as we were talking about weed, I was wanting to kind of dive into the markets and some of the outlooks that they're having for some of these weed companies, because it's been a weird month for for weed companies. As someone who owns quite a bit of stock in CGC, I'm curious what you're thinking in terms of what impact the legalization efforts are going to have across the United States and in Mexico on the stock prices. Well, I've also been getting into the stock game here a little bit. And I'll tell you what, all this talk about how it's a bull market, how you know, we're entering a bubble. That's bullshit because I'm not making money every day. That's how you know that it isn't a bull market. You shouldn't lose any money whatsoever. But to your question about legalization, yeah, legalization, once it happens, once you have Mexico and most of the United States, along with Canada, and maybe kind of liberalize a little bit of uh, Europe, the weed stocks in particular, whoever can monopolize it first, which it'll probably just be Philip Morris. (laughs) 
Well, CGC, they're part of Constellation Brands. They're the biggest weed company that I've seen in the U.S., and they've been doing a lot of mergers with other companies as well. Hmm. I, I did see where the uh, CEO of Uber said as soon as uh, there's federal legislation uh, on uh, weed that Uber will be delivering weed to your house. No surprise there. I mean, they already have that in... California. I remember Joe Rogan, when he was still there, he always talked about how he would get his weed delivered from speed weed. Yeah, I mean, they already, I mean, it was just kind of funny that he said that, I mean, those businesses have already been there. I mean, I stayed in New York a couple times and guess what? They deliver cocaine right to your house. Very convenient, very inconspicuous, very nice. That's a sweet setup. Yeah, they uh, don't have that in the city that I live in. Yeah, me either. But, you know, I think this is one of, uh, I think that's uh, something that the boring company company, which is an Elon Musk venture is also looking into. I think that something about tunnels and delivering weed or I'm not sure, but I think it is about can we make the delivery of cocaine legal and efficient? They're going to use the uh, same technology that they're using for the uh, Chicago underground, like under the streets, you know, where those things popped up like you're basically on a speed line and then you pop up and you go over traffic. No. Did you see that? They actually he he that um, in Las Vegas, they opened up one of those underground things for the first time. Those, um, what do you call them? Those little tunnels that go underground. Did it work? Yeah, but it cost $18 million and it was uh, like 0.4 miles or something like that. But that is part of his boring company because it's boring underneath the ground. But apparently it actually, it looks good. But the whole reason that he was going to do that in the first place was because the cars would be self-driving, which that's not going to happen anytime soon. No, they already... They already had some pretty bad experiences with that. I remember in Arizona where a uh, a car hit and killed a woman pretty early on. Well, the one guy, the one guy, the one Tesla guy was decapitated because the car went underneath an 18 wheeler. Yeah, that that would be a terrible way to die. You, you have uh, it's a Tesla employee, like some underling has to call the wife and is like. Ma'am, we um, regret to inform you that we had a little bit of a programming error here. Oh, about the uh, Tesla? Yeah. Is that calling the wife? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Tesla employee. And, and then having to like try to and, and fake comfort the wife and say, like, don't worry, ma'am, we have revoked Sanjay's uh, HB visa or whatever, and he's been shipped off back to India. Yeah. And speaking of Elon Musk, I think we have some audio that you wanted me to play. Oh, yeah. Then love a great deal of like a massive amount of thinking, like truly stupendous amount of thinking has gone into sex without purpose, without procreation, without procreation, which, which which is actually quite a silly action in the absence of procreation. It's it's a bit silly. So why are you doing it? Because it makes the limbic system happy. That's why. That's why. But it's pretty absurd, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole of existence is pretty absurd in some kind of sense. Yeah. But, but I mean, this is a lot of computation has gone into how can I do more of that with <laughs> procreation not even being a factor? This is, I think, a very important area of research by NSFW. <laughs> Uh, an agency that should receive a lot of funding, especially after this conversation. <laughs> I propose the formation of a new agency. Oh, boy. Had that host just been shooting up heroin right before? I mean, he was not enthusiastic at all. He's like, yeah, it's funny. Well, I watched the longer clip on Reddit, and it was pretty funny because the guy's like, 
is my idol Elon Musk saying that jacking off is bad or that, you know, getting a blowjob is not worth the two hours and 30 minutes of time I put into trying to persuade this woman that I just took to dinner to do that to me? Is that what he's saying? And he was. But did you know that Elon Musk is like a partner with this lady called Grimes? I didn't even know who that was. Have you heard of this? No, no. Yeah, it's just a woman that's called Grimes, and she's, I think, 31 or something like that, and she's some kind of Is she a singer? I think so. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I remember his, his wife, or one of his wives, he was married to, and then... He got remarried to the chick from Westworld. Yeah, the robot. Now, if he if if she was actually a robot, if he actually turned her into a robot and in the show, it's just kind of a product placement. Now, that would take off. Now, I could say if if he put that under the, uh, you know, the banner of Tesla, the stock should be like 5000 if he can make a sexy robot like that. Oh, those would those would sell out quickly. I think I think Japan has some pretty sophisticated sex robots. They do, but they are incredibly expensive. They're like ten grand. They're they're like you basically have to you know do like monthly car payments. So several Japanese people probably have those because they don't spend money on anything else, and they have a large economy over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think, and Japanese fucking love having sex with either cartoons or robots. That's probably why their population is in a huge decline is they just can't fuck. And people apparently a lot of people have trouble meeting over there, too, because people don't interact in person. I mean, obviously, I could see how that would be an issue if you can't go out and actually meet someone, how your population could decline. But I think the Japanese also work the most hours of any population. Yeah, they work like suicidal hours, like 20, 21 hours a day. And they all they all get completely shit faced and like fall asleep in a bar and then wake up and do another twenty hours. But that their Japanese people are just like too friendly and nice and like don't really you know what 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 they really need to do is bring back amphetamines to Japan where they did cool stuff like uh, do kamikaze stuff right into Pearl Harbor. That's awesome. Well, you know who might agree with uh, Elon Musk on sex, though? That would be DMX, who had 15 children. Did you know that? I didn't know he had 15 children. Yeah, I mean, that is fucking stupid. I mean, even Jeff Bezos probably couldn't take care of 15 children with, I can't remember how many women it was, but it was it, like it was almost like 15 women that he had impregnated. I always will remember DMX for the barking, though. That's always the thing that sticks with me. His just dog thing. Yeah, he. well, if you look at all of his early successful album covers, they are mostly advocating for pit bulls fighting. Yeah, I think they're reinforcing a lot of racial stereotypes that people have. But like when you look at a DMX album, you're like, I don't think that's that racist. Who who was the who was the guy that got in trouble for uh, dog fighting in the NFL? Michael Vick. Yeah. See, yeah, back back then before he he was convicted, like half the rappers were like, yeah, we do dog fighting for some reason. Yeah, I think the argument was it was a cultural thing, but other people came out and said like, yeah, not really. It's just kind of a like a southern a southern thing that people do. Yeah, that'd be a pretty slippery slope for uh, probably anybody that's black in the South to make. Oh, it's just a cultural thing that people do for historical reasons. Uh, I don't think they would want to really, you know, put too much weight on that because there are some other things that are very traditional and Southern that they might not like. 
Yeah, that was a poor phrasing on my part. I realized it after I said it about the uh, traditions of the South. Yeah, and uh, also dogs have a certain tradition in the South. Just watch 1950s uh, black and white newsreel of dogs and black people. It is not the same as uh, it turned out for Michael Vick. Yeah, that and water hoses. Two things that did not mix well. Although I have to say those water hoses were pretty impressive back in the day. They really had some... some uh, uh, you know, oomph to them. I think they still do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really uh, big into, you know, you know, fire hose facts or anything, but, uh, you know, I'll look into it and give uh, our fans an update maybe next week. Now it is time for our Reddit Read of the Week. Hello and welcome back to the Stool Pigeons. This is your favorite segment, which is Reddit Reads. This one comes from r slash cheating stories um, from the user You Got a Prenup. And the title is She Confessed, Now We Are Done. So in this post, the guy is 42 and his wife is 34. He begins, my wife and I have been married for almost 12 years. Like everyone else, our lives have been turned upside down and put in a holding pattern for the last year. My wife has been hit especially hard. She was laid off from a sales job for quite a few months. I am a day trader now. This guy's an ape. Nice. After working for a large investment company for years, I made a great living but was stressed all the time, so I decided to use what I learned for myself. I worked from home, so we were on top of each other quite a bit. This led to many arguments. Our marriage suffered. In March, my wife was called back to work in a new position, which I encouraged encouraged her to take. The position would require her to travel. She really did not like it after a couple of weeks. She hated not being home. I thought she had not given enough time to dislike it. We argued about it. When we married, I had already done quite well financially. I had the high six figures in my bank account. I had been burned in my fir- first marriage by a cheating wife. I had no proof, but she moved on very quickly after the divorce. She, rece- she received a windfall to settle the proceedings. So I insisted on a prenup for my second marriage with a generous payout if we split. There was a lot in there, but to keep it short, cheating on her part would break the prenup and our payout would be in the five figures. Toward the end of March, she came home from a trip. Her personality was off. I asked if she was okay. She said everything was fine, but she hated her job. The next day, she said we needed to talk. She told me she had a one-night stand. She explained the day was a shit fest, her word. The second client canceled on her which threw her day off. She called her remaining contacts to move her appointments around. They were all okay with it. The guy that had canceled called and said that he would meet up after his workday. She did not want this guy mad, so invited him to have a business dinner at her hotel. Okay, we know where this is leading, don't we, folks? They were there to meet in a bar for a drink and then grab dinner. Well, that's not the only thing that that guy's going to be grabbing, I'll tell you that much. She gets to the bar and orders her drink. She waits and waits He is a no-show, no-call. She had left a couple of messages. She ordered another drink. With her day starting out a shit fest, it was now ending as one. She did not grab lunch because of all the rearranging of her schedule. Her second drink hit her pretty good. A guy comes up to her in the bar, gets his drink, and they start talking. He was in sales also, so they commiserate about how terrible some clients can be. They keep drinking. She says she has no idea how many drinks she's had. That's always good. She remembers him walking or carrying... (laughs) her to the her room. They get 
there, she falls onto the bed and passes out. She wakes up to him stroking her hair. Very normal. This guy sounds like a winner. As he was setting up in the bed. One thing led to another. Clothes came off. They had sex. Oh my God, I did not see this coming. What about you, Harrison? Did you see this coming? Didn't see it coming, but it sounds like she passed out before this occurred. Yeah, I mean... You, you definitely, I think women love waking up to guys that are smelling and, uh, you know, just stroking their hair and being like, what are you doing here? And then you have sex. I, that's how most of the romantic comedies are structured, more or less. But going back to the story. So she confessed, I'm brokenhearted. I'm angry. I'm crying. Cheating is a deal breaker for me because how my first marriage ended. I was not thinking of the prenup at this point. I told her I needed to think about what was happening. I left for a week. Monday, she was on the road again. Not good. Monday, I made an appointment with my attorney for Tuesday. We went over the prenup. He said without proof, she would get the big payout if we divorced. My word against her. Oh, hold on. Really quick. So I just I just realized what had happened. So she went up to his room, passed out, woke up the next morning. She could have left, but they didn't have sex when she was passed out. They had sex after they woke up the next morning. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's what I was saying, which is way weirder. Actually, if this guy had just done like, you know, let's call it a rape, that would be a lot more normal than to wake up to some guy stroking your hair and smelling it. Now, that guy is somebody that should be in jail. Agreed. I called her Tuesday night. I told her that I forgave her. I told her after thinking about it, I I was turned on by it. I said another man having sex with her and me knowing was exciting to me. She apologized again and said it would never happen again. I told her I wanted her to do it again, film it and send it to me. No captions or message. I would call her and jerk off while watching the video. Maybe one day actually be in the room watching. She giggled. She giggled but said she might be able to work up to it but don't count on it. This pleased her to no end that I forgave her, but had reservations about filming it. We talked about this new kink. I told her I never knew it was in me to think this way. On Wednesday, she calls me and asks if I wanted her to do this. I immediately said yes. She said if all goes well, I would get my wish. About 2 a.m. this morning, I received a video of her screwing some guy. I called her about 7 a.m. to thank her for the video. At 9 a.m., I asked the receptionist at my attorney's office if I could see him. I had something important for him to see. And we know what that is, the sex tape. Damn. That is uh, stone cold on that guy's part. Yeah, it reminds me of, um, I can't remember, I think it was, you know, some school in California where the people were getting very pissed off about all the different kinds of like consent people had to give on campus. So there was a couple that just uh, live streamed their, uh, them banging and then sent it to all the administrators. Very nice. Continuing on with our conversation about romance, our next story comes to us from r slash dating advice titled, I'm not gay, but I'm dating men anyway. Sort of your typical story. I'm a 21 year old man, kind of bad at talking to people. I've had a lot of trouble dating women my whole life. We just never seem to connect. They're never really interested. I haven't had a girlfriend yet either. I don't mean to be that guy, but I think I'm fairly attractive. I'm tall. I just don't have a lot of confidence, which is something I'm trying to improve. Well, a couple of months ago, I had enough of the frustration and the loneliness. So I used Bumble to try dating men. Lots of matches, lots of interest. For the first time in my life, I was talking to people that actually seemed romantically interested in me. 
for the first time, I didn't need to try to think up of some trivial conversation pieces. They are actually coming naturally. We got along. I went on a couple of dates. It was easy. I don't know the moral of the story to all of this. I don't think I'm gay. I don't feel gay. But as a man, obviously, I get along better with other men. I guess I just wish that it were the same with women. Anyone have some dating tips for dating women? Thanks for anyone who went to the trouble of reading this. Now, we did have a couple of interesting people that did read it, including Frisk Frisk Cop, her son, who said, look, sometimes you just get lonely and a little bored and suck a dick or two. It doesn't mean you're gay. It's just something that happens. Then as you experiment, you know, you just for experience, you end up bottoming for them because I mean, they're great guys after all. But hey, once you're over all that, you hit the gym and get in shape. You start grooming immaculately to look good now that you're all fit. And, you know, sometimes the gym showers are too crowded, so you find a bathhouse nearby. They're super cozy and full of nice people. And hey, why not try uh, your first spit roast? It's all perfectly natural, perfectly healthy. The girls are going to go crazy for such a cultured, experienced man. Just watch. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, this guy is uh, queerly gay. So I think he's just covering it up like his own insecurities. He's just like, I don't think I'm gay now, but I enjoy talking to these guys on these apps. Now, there are some gay men that are commenting here and they are very pissed because they they do not like this teasing at all. So um, all of darkness in one replies, dude, I think it's loneliness and I know it's hard. I was single for a decade after a long term relationship that came close to marriage, but it's not fair for those other men. You're using them in a way. Work on yourself and take better photos. Use a different subreddit to get photo recommendations and opinions. It's a numbers game too. Keep matching. Don't forget to be confident. Now this guy seems like he's something of a honeypot trying to lure this gay man in who posted here and is like, hey yeah, look, take photos of yourself, hit the gym, send them to other gay guys and see what their opinion is so that we can help you, uh, you know, get women. Hell, send them to me. I was single for a decade. Send me photos of your dick. I'll tell you what you can do to improve. It. Yeah, I can even, uh, you know, teach you how to suck dick better so that you can get more women on Bumble. And uh, OSPOV, who I don't know what OSPOV is, it probably has something to do with getting your dick sucked, I would imagine, says, imagine you're a straight guy going on a date with a woman. You think the date is going amazing, but right at the end, when you lean in uh, for a kiss, she goes, oh, actually, I'm a lesbian. I'm not into men like that. You'd obviously feel like you were let on and wasted your time. Why would she even go on a date with you if she wasn't even into men? This is is the exact same scenario, OP, is putting people in and it's pretty shitty. Maybe if he's super upfront with the men and said, listen, I'm not gay, but I'm really lonely and just want someone to talk to for an evening and they're somehow okay with it, then fine. That doesn't seem like what's going on here, though. That is true. I mean, if he's lonely, why doesn't he just hang out with women for companionship? Why does he, why why did he decide? Uh, you know what? I actually feel more comfortable um, kissing men and having them suck my dick than women because I, you know I get nervous and I have lots of anxiety. I feel like that poster right there. I feel like that has happened to him though, where he's gone to kiss a woman and she's like, "Oh, nope, I'm a lesbian." I'll be honest. If a woman was like, "Oh, I'm a lesbian," I'd be like, "Well, we can work with that." <laughs> That's good. That that's no problem at all, ma'am. I I have 
you know, no uh, qualms about watching two lesbians, you know, making sweet, sweet love to each other and doing what I believe is the traditional mating ritual, which is, I believe, called scissoring for lesbians. If I'm remembering uh, what uh, my health class teacher taught me in high school. Your health class teacher taught you about scissoring in high school? Well, yes, because all of the uh, health teachers are just uh, butch women uh, who are lesbians themselves. So I think probably a tenth of maybe even a quarter of the semester was just on the most effective ways to uh, do scissoring and uh, manipulate younger women into having sex with the older authority figure. Wow, guys, that last story got me very hard, and I am a robot. Now transitioning to the winners and losers of the week. Harrison, you go first, and I will be back after I finish jacking off. God damn it, who gave Molestrio a speaking role in this episode? God, get back in your cage, Molestrio, you sick son of a bitch. This is what happens when you outsource your voiceovers to uh, Chinese Fiverr. Or when you try to get a sex robot off eBay for a very uh, cheap price. It was the used in very poor condition. You thought you could tune it up. Yeah, and I mean, Molestrio's clearly a man, so I can't even get hard, so he's mostly unusable. Okay, so for my three good things of the week, my first one is for the film Another Round. It is a Danish film. The director has been nominated for an Academy Award. If you like the show Hannibal, it has Mats Mikkelsen in it, and it's very good. It's basically a show about teachers who decide to keep their blood alcohol levels above .05 at all times. My second good thing of the week is the murder of Phil Leotardo. I had forgotten how good it felt to watch him get killed on my second run-through of The Sopranos. Well, that's weird. I thought you said you really liked the um, scene where uh, What's-His-Face kills the stripper who's 18 with braces, but you're going with- Oh, Ralphie. Ralphie. Yeah, I thought- Yeah. uh, Yeah, I guess you changed. I guess you edited out uh, that and put Phil Leotardo, which, you know, given the current environment is pretty smart. That was also Molestrio. I've also programmed him to edit the text in our documents, but apparently he fucked up again. Yes, Molestrio cannot be trusted at all. My third thing of the week is breaking 500 views on YouTube. The Stool Pigeons YouTube is soaring. Also, please subscribe if you have not already done so. Three bad things. Number one, Amazon. The union vote was not even close. I don't know what idiot even thought it was a good idea to have that vote if you were going to get outvoted by over a thousand votes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the Shadow App app that did the Iowa caucuses uh, that counted all the union votes. Um, But as it turns out, I think in a couple of years, we'll find out that Bernie Sanders actually won the union drive in um, Alabama. Number two on my bad things of the week, Joe Biden. I'm not going to provide any context except to just say Joe Biden. Number three, the TV show Flight Attendant. I'm not very far in, but it's okay. We'll see how it goes. But right now, it's in the bad things. Jack, what are what are your three good and bad things of the week? Well, I've only got cool stuff on my list, not not bullshit that happened, you know, like Phil Leotardo, which happened 10 years ago, or some Nazi German guy who's in a film called Another Round, which is 
another round of something we all know and involves trains. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of stuff Harrison's into. I'm only in for fun, light entertainment. So my three good things of the week, Brenda Mondragon, a terrible chiropractor with a great pair of tits. Check her out on YouTube. She has uh, almost a million subscribers and you'll see why. And it's not for the chiropractic because again, she's not very good at it. Number two, legal weed. No explanation needed. Number three, crackhead craigslist on reddit you will find some of the most interesting things in the universe being sold for a lot of money like a poorly sketched drawing of chucky from child's play that looks like dog shit being sold for a thousand dollars or chicken mcnugget earrings which are literally chicken mcnuggets from mcdonald's that are just put on earrings now the three bad things of the week number one we all know who that is the dark psychopath r slash number two mind med i just got in the game i was told that the stock market is a speculative bubble where things only go up well apparently not if you purchase mind med i'm only hoping that the nasdaq uplists it so we can actually get into a real speculative frenzy number three Congressional members doing sex trafficking to minors. To end things off for this week, we are going to do another lightning round, which is an either or where Harrison asks me this week what I would select. Okay, Jack, I've got three questions for you. First question, would you rather have sex with r slash or molestrio? Well, I've already had sex with molestrio. So next question. Would you rather watch tentacle porn or octopus porn? That's very easy. Tentacle porn only involves tentacles. You can still have tits and it's still a woman would you rather be a lizard or a bear furry Ooh, i'm gonna go with bear because bears are very dominant lizards are sneaky and slippery and no one likes that bears you can trust just like winnie the and the sound and the sounds would be way better as a bear like you have way cooler sounds yeah i don't think lizards make any noise which would be very weird to just have sex and there's absolutely no noise because you're so dedicated to the bit that when you orgasm you just hear silence which would be very creepy even creepier than wearing a lizard suit and coming on someone that is a rabbit all right jack you ready to get out of here oh yeah i've got a fuck up molestrio here in a second he's been doing my dishes and he's been fucking up real bad (laughs) <laughs> okay guys usual reminders uh subscribe to the stool pigeons on patreon rate subscribe and review if you are listening on a platform that allows you to do so check the stool pigeons out on youtube and we are also on twitter at the stool pigeons okay see you later thanks